Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. It's a Dapper Devil production, see? Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very themed episode of Glee. Glee. Aggressive. Aggressive. <laughs> when, we, when we forget to say the name of our podcast. Uh, I'm Karina Stokes. Yep. I'm Ian Brodsky. And we are here today, folks, to discuss with you Season 3, Episode 11 of the hit TV show Glee, which was entitled Michael. This episode originally aired January 31st. Of 2012, I read that date and mm. went, "Oh, it was on New Year's Eve." Nope, that's not what day that nope. is. <laughs> I was like, "Damn, did they really Ooh. have people sitting home on New Year's Eve watching this episode of Glee?" No, they did not. That's not when New Year's Eve is. They did not. Um, um we jump right in. Recap. Who, we jump right who in. Who needs them? Truly, because like I feel like this episode, not that it was only useful for the music, but. It's more that... I don't feel like we got to... We did not get to... We did not advance the plot too much. We advanced a couple little plots. Like, there was some okay plot stuff in here. It was overshadowed by the theme of it all. Like, there was too much. Last week, week I was like, there's so many songs in this episode. And there was six. There is nine songs in this episode. And like, and it feels they're like not nine. all short. There is nine no. songs in this episode, and it shows because they literally start off immediately. Um, Santana and Mercedes are like, "Oh, you you beat us in sectionals," and, sectionals. and we're sad because we didn't get to do Michael Jackson. And everyone loves doing Michael Jackson, and Will's like, "Maybe we'll do more Michael Jackson," as he randomly walks by in the hallway like a weird ghost. Right putting like planting Truly. a seed and then blaine is like great let's start i think i'll do it now and then they let's do- start something <laughs> and then guess what immediate they do we uh, it's um, literally 45 seconds into the episode maybe a minute and we're already singing want to be starting something yes and it's led by blaine who does a good job with yep. this um we got like mercedes and kurt and santana and Brittany in the back yep. um like dancing with him they sort of, like, go through the whole school on this, like, theater kid energy yep. tour, picking up their Glee Club members along the way. Because they, like, trot and dance through the library. Yep. A, a terrible and, like, choice. Tina but, like, that's where, like, they pick up Quinn. Tina and, and Rachel. Yeah, Tina and Rachel. Turns out I don't know lyrics to a whole lot of Michael Jackson no. songs because I was watching this with closed captioning, and that's where I learned what all of these lyrics I were. I learned, there's, turns out I know a lot less Michael Jackson songs than I thought. Right. Um, and then like it suddenly is in the auditorium and everyone's wearing costumes, except Finn for some reason is wearing a bejeweled football uniform. And Quinn was wearing a buffalo plaid like flannel in the library, and she's still wearing it in. She does not get a costume. This number, she does not get a costume change. I think she just gets like, she has one costume, and it is like that sundress. But in different colors and with different, like, cardigans or whatever. Yeah. And this time it was just 
Oh, a buffalo plaid flannel. Yep, and so Finn, for whatever reason, in a bejeweled football... Maybe it's supposed to be a callback to the thriller of episodes. I can see that. But everyone else is basically, besides Quinn apparently, is in, like, Michael Jackson tribute outfits, and Finn's like, they put Swarovski crystals on my football jersey, and now I'm festive. (laughs) I done good. Yep. Um, Um, And I'm just sitting here watching this number, which is fine, admittedly. I liked it. It's a good... It, I think it's a good competition number. They could have used this as a been competition great. number. Um, but instead, I'm like, last episode was a cliffhanger with Finn proposing to Rachel, but let's not... We don't have to talk about that yet. Right. We will talk about it quite soon. Um, it's after this number. But still, we're leading in with this. I mean, I guess... Congrats on your music video, guys. This was good. Sure. Um, Everyone loves Michael Jackson. Yeah. Um... I don't know. It felt weird. I mean, I guess this was only almost like two and a half years after he passed away. And yeah, because he passed away the day of my high school graduation. I remember that vividly. That is a good way to know. Yeah, being being on the being in the car with my mom on the way to high school graduation and hearing hearing that on the news. Well, hold on. We'll Um, get to a little more uh, in on our the Michael Jackson. But first, we do have to talk about Finn coming up to Rachel and being like, it's been exactly three days since I proposed to you. That's how much time you said you needed to give me an answer. What's your answer? Right. And Rachel is understandably hesitant, we'll say. Yes. Um, which, like, yeah, because he definitely did it for... It's just It was insane that he proposed at all. And then... So there's this weird line where they say... You might, like, you're talking about moving to New York, even if you don't get into Niata. And Rachel's like, yeah, and you'll come with me. And he's like, yeah, I totally will. But if you think it'll be easier to be a couple in New York than it is here, like, you're crazy. And I'm like, what does that mean? I don't know. Why would it be difficult for them to date in New York as opposed to Ohio? Just because it's a city and, like, life moves faster there? People date successfully in New York all the time. People yeah. even move to New York together, yeah. and it seems like it can go fine. Yeah. But. Yeah. Um, confusing. Confusing. Also, this whole scene was kind of undercut to me by the fact that, like, Rachel spent all of season two just completely unhinged mm-hmm. trying to win Finn back. Yeah. And, like, of course, it is 100% respectable and understandable that, like, she would be hesitant. To agree to. But also, yeah. given how unhinged she was in season two, I could also foresee her being like, oh, Got him. you want to lock this Done. down? Done. Road goes both ways. Now you're trapped, too. Yeah, I mean, the right. whole... <laughs> it's a dumb plot line that they shouldn't have introduced. I mean, I guess I can kind of see why they would do it for Finn, who's, like fully in spiral i don't know what i'm going to do with my life mode but right all very odd um we cut to the coffee shop where where we're all talking about michael jackson again because yeah i guess like Artie's like what's your favorite michael jackson or someone's like what's your favorite michael jackson moment a conversation no one that age ever had like these people are roughly our age a little bit younger even then um like Ian, do you have a favorite Michael Jackson moment? No. no. And I and here's the thing, like, while I understand why Michael Jackson is iconic for so many, yeah. and also at the same time a problem for so many, yes. and for even so many more, it's both. Yes. 
I was never Michael Jackson just wasn't part of my like musical upbringing. Same. So I've always appreciated him, but he was never like it for I me. I hate that I relate to Rachel Berry in this moment where she's like, I don't know, I never really like got it, and I'm like, yeah, same. Yeah. The, yeah. I think it, the thing is for like our generation in particular, Michael Jackson cannot be like the show did not address it, but I think in the real world, people of our age are not able to think about Michael Jackson without thinking about like the scandal of it all. Of course. Like we were we Which, were like yeah. all prime memory age for Michael Jackson's like I don't want to say downfall trials. But like, but like but the trials and then like the baby out the window and like the indictment, yeah. And like the surgery like all the surgeries. We were really living through Michael Jackson and I guess maybe at his worst. And so Truly. the fact that, first of all, I can understand why the show didn't want to be like, let's talk about that part and instead just right. make us make believe that all these kids are just way into Idolizing Michael Jackson. Him. Yeah. To the point where they're like, not even like just talking about his music, but like, what, what would, how would Michael solve this situation? Which is not a question anyone's ever asked themselves. Right. And the situation is like, how would Michael Jackson deal with the rival Glee Club stealing their set list because one of the dudes in our Glee Club accidentally told him the set Conversationally mentioned that they might do Michael Conversationally. Jackson. Conversationally. Why, why are the Flash, because the Flash the is Fla back, uh, <laughs> why are the Flash and Blaine still fucking talking? Period. Well, clearly the Flash has chemistry and Blaine is susceptible, I guess. I don't know. Sure. It's dumb. Why is, like... Kurt's line of, do you live here? Why is he always here when he comes up? Is, Why is he always did here? Make me laugh. Yeah, the Flash is here. He it still sucks. He makes uh, some racist jokes against Santana by saying, oh, do you want to join yes. your relatives in prison? We can get a pinata delivered if you want. We're like, wow. Yikes. This, fuck this guy. Um, Double yikes. But yeah, he's like, well, actually, the Warblers are going to do Michael Jackson, and we drew the first ticket slot or whatever so so uh sucks, sucks to, suck. to suck yeah a continuity point from blaine who at the next scene was like but guys you got your whole set list stolen at a sectionals your first right. year and you guys came back from that we also didn't think we'd make it two more seasons yeah right also like, but it is a good way for them to be able to do michael jackson songs now and then have a completely different set list at regionals right that's fun i mean but also like i think this is all i mean uh Bottom line up front, I didn't care for this episode. And Yeah, same. I think part... and Related to my next point, while they're back in the Glee Club rehearsal room, the choir room, if you will, that, yes. uh, I'm wondering why they feel so much ownership of Michael Jackson. Because it... They don't. Well, because it because feels... it makes no sense. It, it does. It makes no sense, but it feels like... They should, like, it's their songs that they should have been singing, and Warblers mm. have no right to sing those songs, when truly just sing other songs. Mm. Just truly, there there's right? so many songs out there. This is very much, like, you can just see, like, older people write these episodes. Yeah. Is, yeah. is what it is. Like, you're like, mm, okay, I don't buy this. And I guess, yeah, they did Michael Jackson songs at sectional so they're like it's our thing now and they did a good job but, with those songs we had we did talk about that they did they yeah. done good yeah but like that's you did it move on truly 
There's so many songs out there. You only did Valerie once. Yeah. You you have great numbers in your repertoire that you could be redoing. You've but never whatever, done River fine. Deep Mountain High for a competition. Come on. Yeah, that's true. They should. God, they should. Um, the only good thing uh, that happens in this scene is they're like, why would we take Blaine's advice? He's, you know, he caused his trouble in the first place. And Puck calls him a modern day Egg Benedict. Benedict. That was good. I did laugh That at was that. very good. It's a low-hanging joke, but I was like, damn, you got yep. me. And then Will's like, don't worry, guys. And then he writes up on the board, MMMJD. He's like, what, what would Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson do? do? And I went, oh, that seems like a loaded question. Thank you. It seems like a real loaded Thank question you. to oh be like, God. what would Michael Jackson do in this situation? Like, oh, like, no. Dude's not exactly a, a shining paramour. Um, like, but also maybe don't, maybe don't, but also like the whole, like Will's entrance to me was fucking hilarious because yeah. it was truly musical theatrical for Finn to be like, no, come on guys, we got to take the high road. And then like from off stage, right? You hear that's correct, Finn. I couldn't have said it better myself. And then thanks music, man. Truly. Yeah. Big Harold Hill energy. Yeah. God, I wish they were doing a Music Man episode. That would have been. I don't really. I just want to hear. I I maybe I just want to watch the Music Man. Is mostly my problem. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I want to hear someone do the train song. Oh man, because he yeah. doesn't know the territory. He doesn't know the territory. He doesn't know the territory, and I would like to see. I think the Glee girls doing the pick a little, talk, talk a little, a little. would be fun. Man, and again, I've only seen now two. Uh, like two and a half yeah. seasons of this series but i do think we were deprived of a couple episodes theater and en- theater kid energy or not that were just like yeah. your musical theater hits like yes. we got on yes. my own we got a bunch of west side story stuff but like give us some old bangers give us some yep. new like non-wicked like hits yeah. i like you could have had a- so much fun with that but whatever no, we don't have that. Instead, we got to listen to Michael Jackson. Right. Um, at one point, when pre- when posed with the question, what would Michael Jackson do in this situation? Which the situation, if we're not clear, is two glee clubs both want to sing Michael Jackson at a competition. The <laughs> answer is he would take it, take to, it the to the streets. streets. Hey, guys, look around your demographic. You guys should not be saying that. No. Nope. Um, no. Nope. And then we and then it's a hard cut to a dimly lit parking lot. And you're like, Hello. Where is this parking lot? Are you lot? guys gonna, are you guys gonna gang fight right now? Well, here's the thing, though, Karina, we finally got it. We finally got the sing off. I know. I is it everything say, you hope for and more? I don't think no. so. I want to see Jonathan Groff and Corey Monteith doing a sing off. Yes. I don't want two rival glee clubs, one of which is leather clad and oh, doing a rendition of the um, music video for Bad. My other okay, so two things. One, my my terrible joke note is this walked so the riff off could run. Ian, I, Ian, I literally won't walk so pitch perfect could run. <laughs> I was like, the energy is so strong. Yes. Oh my god, I'm validated. This oh. is this has such pitch perfect energy, or it's I guess true. pitch perfect just had glee energy. No, Either but way. like no, but again, pitch perfect did it right. Yeah, and it's because they weren't, like, this is taking itself weirdly seriously. Oh my god, First yeah. of all, who drove them all here? Who drove them all here? How did it already get here? Um, right? His, his wheelchair's at the bottom of a pool. Yeah, he can't walk. He, he 
he can't walk, so. Um, um, and the other thing about this, oh, I forgot, oh man, I already, for- I forgot what I was going to say, because we were so just on the same wavelength. We were, we were on the same page about Pitch Perfect. I yeah. mean, it's fine. I, if you like the number bad, it is, it is good. Uh, I think Santana really kills the chorus. Everyone else I could take or leave. Again, just like at the end of last episode, this could have been Santana's song. It should have been mostly Santana. There's a lot yeah. of art. I will give this episode one point, which is there's not a lot of the songs are featuring voices we don't hear a lot of. Yes. No Tina. But like this is like Artie and Santana mostly, a little bit of Blaine. Like Quinn is going to have a moment. Mercedes and Sam yeah. are going to have a moment. Like we're hearing a lot more voices. There's really only one big Rachel Finn number. And everything else is a little more mixed, so I'll give right. him that. I just didn't care for most of the songs. I think my other point about this was something along the lines of, like, Michael Jackson would not take it to the streets. He grew up sheltered no. his whole life. That was part of the problem. Yeah, like, he's he's a child star. Yeah. Also, the fact that, like, imagine you were trying to park here, and it's 50% prep school boys and 50% public school kids in leather jackets and you're just trying to in the intersection and you just want to return your shoes at payless yeah right um it's so wild it's hilarious i can't believe we finally got to sing off and this is what we have this is uh god justice for us oh you know what my other point was it was about the sing off my other point was yes i want to see the sing off between blaine and jonathan groff yes yeah yeah but the scene ends with what I would call another iconic Glee moment. Would you? Which is, it is. It is, okay. a, like, it's another one of those things that people remember as, like, an unhinged Glee moment. It's not quite as good as Artie beating himself into a pool. <laughs> but there's, like, a surreptitious pass-off of a slushy that gets thrown at Kurt, but Blaine takes the takes the d- fall for. Mm-hmm. And then, like, falls to the ground in agonizing pain. Right. Which so, that slushy was laced with something, which we find out like right afterward. But in the yeah. in the moment, I was just like, "Why is he taking that like a little bitch?" He, that's what everyone was wondering, but it wasn't. It had shit in it. Exactly. This happened, so Darren Chris could go be on Broadway. Okay, that is literally like why Darren Chris had to miss an episode and a half of filming to go be on uh, How to Succeed in Business. And so okay. they had to get Blaine out of there somewhere. So major eye surgery, it is. Okay, sure. You know what? Fine. Okay. Because I think he's like not in the next episode. Um. Yeah, he's out. So like they filmed his shit early, and then. I know this does definitely harken back to, to. We definitely did talk at one point about like how they would write him off, and you yep. know, here and we are. It, it's a uh, laced slushy to the okay. face okay. and surgery on his cornea, mm. but mostly it's um, so he, have fun on Broadway, Darren Chris. Yeah. Um, good for him. Um, and everyone wants to like get back at him. Like with, like with violence, they want full on revenge. So much talk about physically harming the flash. Like right. I understand that he did commit a crime and like assaulted one of their own. Like, Truly. he definitely, he, he caused Blaine to need major eye surgery. Uh, but all these kids are, like, raring to just hurt this man physically. And, yes, right. the Flash is a jerk, and we do not like him, and he did a bad thing. 
But I'm surprised at how viscerally angry that everyone suddenly is. Especially Artie, who, like, has not seen this kid before today. Artie is so mad, and Artie's really just mad, I guess, so he and Mike can have a moment. Yes. This is a weird number, and it does not feel earned. It does not feel earned. Is this a shot-for-shot remake kind of thing of that music video? Yeah. Because I do not Um, know this song very well. I have never seen the music video. It's called Scream, surprisingly. Okay. Uh, Yeah, so Artie goes on a whole tirade, being like, I want, I'm tired of being, like, taking the upper, upper road. And I'm tired of being beaten up and pushed around. Like, don't you just want to get angry? And Will is like, hey, step back, Artie. You're getting a little too mad. And then he goes into a fantasy sequence, obviously. Mostly so that Mike Chang and Artie can have a musical number featuring Kevin McHale's legs. Because in this moment... Already stands up out of his wheelchair, and they do a shot-for-shot recreation of the music video for Scream. Right. Um, the only thing I like about this is they dance good. It's yeah. good to see both of them dance. And but I don't like Mike... the song, and the vibes are bad. The vibes are bad. Mike Chang sounds great, though. But like, yeah, see? But, like, it could have been anything. I think that's... Uh, so many of my thoughts on this episode are like, these are the songs you chose? Right? Like, does anyone of... know this Michael Jackson song? Of all the anyway. Michael Jackson discography, Jackson 5, what have you. It's just like they were go- trying so hard to do a thing, and I just don't think it worked. Like, I agree. I, I think liked, that's it. I love the concept. I like, you know, obviously giving the two of them a chance to, like, have a, a dance-off sing moment where they're just, they're both clearly giving it their all. This is the most, like, himself Kevin McHale has ever looked on this show and not like Artie. Like, yeah. if you follow him on like instagram or tiktok you're like that's that's what just, he looks like yeah that's your vibe yeah you're dancing you're having a good time they're clearly having like they're killing it but the song's not very good and the vibes just don't work no and then just kind of ends with like a cutting back from the dream sequence right. and him Which, being like, like i'm gonna wheel away now obviously it was a dream because of the aforementioned legs legs just um, a, a big old leg moment yeah um but not irl Cut to the bathroom. Glee finally remembers that Quinn is a character. That's truly what this was, because... Yeah. Man. Anyway. Rachel asks Quinn for advice because Finn proposed to her, because I guess Quinn can keep a secret now. Yeah, I guess, and they're close enough for that, and Quinn is the voice of reason. Fine. Fine. She did get into Yale, she says. I mean, I, that, I was really happy for that. That, I was like, yeah. that, that was the payoff that... Quinn needed. That was the come up since I talked about last episode. Um, But then she goes from being like, her advice is basically like, uh, if you and Finn don't break up, nothing good will happen to you ever again. So it is, but also at the same time, like, but also at the same time, she is right in that, like, you're not, you don't know who you're going to be in 15 years from now. Like, right. Especially when you're like turning 32 or whatever. She just takes it a little too doom and gloom for me of, like... Okay. Well, your relationship has an expiration date, and, like, you should basically break up before you graduate. Which, right. like... Yeah, maybe don't get engaged, but mm. you don't have to, like... There's an in-between, which is... Yeah, I mean, you can try to keep dating and see how it goes. Right. But... Don't have to break up. If you want to move to New York together, fine. Maybe don't get engaged, because you're children, but, like... Yeah. She's like, no... 
No boyfriend. No boyfriend. Only school. <laughs> okay, but it does lead. This is where Ro Quinn only has one costume. It's just different colors. Um, yep. But this leads into Never Can Say Goodbye, which I is... I was so confused when this started happening, because I was like, this is clearly not a Michael Jackson song. And it's not, but also okay. technically it is. Uh, what? This is a Jackson 5 song. Sure, but we do get young Michael Jackson Jackson 5 later, I think. Do we? With Ben. Oh, I don't know anything about whatever song that was. Um, Never Can Say Goodbye is, yeah, was a Jackson 5 song. So this is, this is baby Michael Jackson singing it, which is why it doesn't sound like any of the other ones. Right. Um, and it's Quinn in a beautiful gown. Um, yes. Looking stunning. And all the boys that she has had relationships with yep. in their street clothes being like, nice knowing you, I guess. Right. It's her, it's her, you know, reflecting on her past relationships. And, and this is where I thought, like, is this her literal ticket off the show? Like, no, she, I mean, not yet. <laughs> I mean, like, not like today, but yeah, I'm wondering, like, I guess I was wondering with like the excuse that Quinn is in Yale and it everybody else goes like, to New York, so Diana like, Agron can like can get out of her contract. Get ready to start seeing a lot of Quinn, considering. Yeah, I, it does. It does have that kind of vibe. And then she's going to Connecticut. She's saying goodbye to all those boys, even though she says she never can say goodbye. And then with that, I just feel like they did not know how to write for Diana Agron, and they did no. not know what songs to give her. Because no. it's not that the song was, like, bad or that she did a bad job. It just wasn't right for her or for Quinn. No. Yeah. It's like, well, it's because they were shoehorned. They're like, well, give Quinn a song, but they have to have one that Michael Jackson sung, so. Right. Okay. Maybe they didn't need nine songs this episode. There's maybe a couple more didn't. I think we could and go away. Man, we'll maybe talk. it's just because we recorded an episode before this, but I am so tired and we are not even halfway through. <laughs> okay. So the, Kurt and Santana are talking. They want to get back. Um, more he really more wants threats to hurt, of violence. More threats yep. of violence, but they can't. Just kidding. We're going to take the high road. We are going to beat him, I guess, um, Right, because like being show Will, choir better. Will had said, you know, we reported this to the, the headmaster at Dalton and Figgins. Like, you just have to let the system take care of it. Everyone's like, the system won't take care of it, which, like, valid. true. Um, but Santana and Kurt are coming up with a, a, their own plan for how to make this right. <sighs> but first we have to go to see Sam in the auditorium. Yes. Who apparently which, knows how to work fancy lights. Which apparently they have now. Um. Yeah. And so uh, Sam serenades Mercedes because. Yes. They because do Mercedes, yeah, and Mercedes has been saying, like, I want to be the spectacle, like, I want to be the next right. Michael Jackson figure, what have you. And so Sam sings a cover of Human Nature, which is it's done like, well. It's all fine, but at this point, this is, at this point in the episode, which again is not halfway, we've already heard four songs. Four songs, so, all done by suburbanite kids, and it feels so yeah. lame to just watch suburbanite kids attempt Michael Jackson. Yeah, and it ends with them kissing. That's really all you need to know. They do it. There's an yeah. acoustic guitar involved. It's a fine duet. 
once again, yeah. I'm like, man, I really don't know that much about Michael Jackson. It was nice to hear Sam and Mercedes. We don't, we haven't heard either of their voices a lot. Yeah. Lately this season, so that's like a pro. But it, it sucks. It was all on the Michael Jackson episode, and then they kiss. Fine. And then we get a rare shot of shoe teaching, just to be interrupted by Bert bringing Kurt his Niata letter. So, um, like, this is a thing that happens in TV shows where parents like come into school with college letters. Mm -hmm. to give them in the middle class i don't think you're allowed to just do that like i've never seen that happen in real life no um you just have to wait till you get home or check it on your phone now i guess like a normal person it's funny because i did i'm thinking like when i did get into one of the programs i got into i did get a text Mm -hmm. from my mom about it like in the middle of math class oh see like but that's less disruptive than your mom coming to school with your letter right being like i need to pull ian out of class so we can open this right now yeah and um he opens it in front of Bert. He's a finalist for Niata. Yeah. Bert is so, so this isn't proud. Even You're unstoppable. Right. Which, like, sucks. He ke- Bert keeps on saying, like, you won. You did it. You showed them all who you are. I'm so proud of you. But it's like, no, this is this yeah. is your invitation to audition. Right? This is not even... He's not even in yet. But it's... Yeah. It's, but regardless, if you ignore that part, it's a nice moment between father and son. Yeah. Good for them. This is when I was like, do you have to, like... This and I was like, Ian, I don't know how colleges work. (laughs) And Rachel. Okay. Go on. This made me so irrationally angry. So Kurt runs up to Rachel after getting like, remember, it's the middle of the school day and his dad drove here to give him his letter. So he comes up to Rachel and is like, Rachel, Rachel, I got my letter. I'm a finalist. What about you? And she's like, I didn't get a letter. And then she like breaks down into full tears, sobbing. Rachel. Right. Think about how mail works. Think about how mail works. And also, like, of course, why would she know right now? Neither of her dads broke down the doors. Yeah. To give her a letter. I know you're probably like, it's like, yes, heightened emotions. And she's like been worrying about this and she's had a bad feeling. So the fact that Kurt has the letter in hand and she doesn't probably makes her feel. And she's a dramatic person. But I was so annoyed. I'm like, Rachel, don't like. This is not the time to have the breakdown yet. At least wait until you get home and check the mail. But also, because... didn't they... Did they not audition anywhere else? Like, I know no. it's Niata or nothing, but, like... It's truly... That's all. They've, they've auditioned for nowhere else. And the classic, like, TV move of people only applying to one school. Like, this is something that happens all the time, and it's dumb it's every terrible, time. Terrible, 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 even in It's fiction. a bad plan. It's Rachel's bad plan. only other plan is she doesn't get to Niata is still to move to New York. Just go to New York. But, like... There's other colleges. Yeah. If you're, like, determined to only go to college in New York City, you can you still, still apply so to more many. than one school. There's so many colleges in New York City that have great theater programs. Also, like, I don't know. We can assume based on you guys knowing, you all you theater people knowing what is, like, the real-life equivalent of Niata is... Well, I forget what it is that you oh, guys... Oh, AMDA. AMDA, that's it. Is yeah. that a expensive school to go to i think so because it's a private college quote unquote private so that means yeah like if you're willing to pay for like niata and like you know it doesn't mean you're like you got some options you know nyu's right there yeah yeah there's a couple sunnies in the city there's there's sunnies and cunies there's like there's uh marymount manhattan which has produced a lot of broadway folks you could Uh, there's wagner college on staten island I don't know if you want to go to Columbia for musical theater, but she could. You, I mean, I you, 
You could go for an interest for a, a specific kind of theater degree, from what I understand. Yeah, she's got options. If she's determined to be in the city, she can still apply to more than one school. Yeah, right. I, I was just, I was like, girl, you fully could have a letter at home because it's the middle of the school day and you haven't checked your mail yet. Truly, just because your dad didn't come to school to interrupt you, does not mean like that's not how mail works. It's not. How it wouldn't mail have works. showed up in your locker. Yeah. It's at your house. And spoiler alert. It was at her house. It was at... Whatever. (laughs) Anyway. Fine. She's like, she's having fear of the future. Whatever. Yeah. Blaine's a pirate now. Blaine's a pirate now. (laughs) Um, And so, therefore, Rachel's going to bring him chicken soup, even though it's an eye injury. She does say, like, we know this is not typically used to treat eye injuries. Yeah. And And, then... um, Finn, uh, his love language being boy, gives him DVDs of movies with pirates. Yep. And then they, like, toast to Kurt getting to audition, and Rachel's feeling sad again. Right. Um, because um, she has doesn't have the same privilege. And then they sing... What? Ben. What is ben. this song? I you think... can say it all you want, and it does not make it... <laughs> you know, Ben. Anything. Ben. That Ben. You know Ben. Um, it won a Golden Globe. I think it's, like... I think it was written for, like, a movie or a, a TV show. A film with the same name. Like, about the title character? The title character's a rat. Okay, that that tracks. This is a song about a rat. Who's your friend, Ben? Why are they singing, why are they singing it to Blaine, who's a pirate now? <laughs> That's not the same thing. This makes no sense. This song did not need to be here. If they were, like, they could have cut this song. And we would have been not, no worse they, off. They just did not have to have this scene. Like they, it's not like everyone was like being like, "Oh, I'm so excited for the Michael Jackson tribute episode." But if they don't do Ben, the song about the rat, it will no longer be. Like, <laughs> I will no longer watch Glee if you don't cover Ben. You can't do a Michael Jackson tribute song without the about song Ben. ben the, the song about a rat. Um, <laughs> why was this here? And it wasn't like bad, but it's not good. And it's like it's so just, it's, it's so culty too because like. They're all just, like, singing a verse at him, like, one at a time. Yes. <sighs> anyway. And then, exhaustingly, it's, we're not done with music. Oh, God, no, we're not. So, Santana rolls up to Dalton, I assume, in, a quite, frankly, a great look. Oh, yeah, she She's looks excellent. She's wearing a fedora and, like, a suit jacket shorts look. It's very, like, um, Chicago Fosse. Yes. And she's here to set up the Flash. And the solution to getting him to, you know, confess is to challenge him to a duel. A a song duel. You know, another sing-off. You remember. So, Ian, we were on the internet in 2012. We were. You remember two cellos, right? Yup. Everyone remembers two cellos. They did the Thunderstruck. They were always breaking their bows with their aggressive bowing. Because they made celloing cool again. And uh, well, here they are. Here they are in Glee. If you loved their performance of Smooth Criminal that you saw on YouTube, do you think you here love it, it is more again. with Santana and the Flash singing it? <laughs> Jury's out because, again, could have just been Santana. Don't need yeah, to the hear Flash the Flash. Yeah, the Flash really need to be here. I mean, the Flash has a pretty good singing voice. That's why he's on yeah. the singing show. I just hate him so much. And the cellists are doing the, flash, the absolute but... most here. Uh, Santana looks great, and she does kill this number. She I will fucking say. kills it. And the two cellos cover is fun. 
It was a good time. It was I'm a like, good time. Yeah. I didn't need this, especially because I just had to sit through the rat song and I've heard so many <laughs> Michael Jackson songs. Also, there was a long period of time when I could not listen to this song because I was too afraid of being murdered in my sleep. And that is the plot of this song. Which I didn't even so, fucking realize until I watched the captions today. Yeah, this song is about someone breaking into your house and murdering you. And I had a I had a problem. Terrifying. In, like, middle school where I was like deeply afraid of that so i couldn't listen to this song or it's brilliant cover by alien ant farm uh Mm. which is the version i prefer um but yeah they sing it's it's a duel (laughs) it's dumb as fuck but it's dumb and then it's better than the rat song it's better than the rat song and then we get we get the flash confessing that he laced the thing with was it rock, rock salt? salt? Yes. And then he slushies Santana with a slushy that d- isn't laced with it. That has no rock salt in it. Yes, this no is just rock a regular salt. slushing. It so also doesn't hit her face at all. No, it right into just the right in the tits. Neck. Yeah. Well, which is funny. So the next scene reveals that Santana was wearing a wire during this, right? To try to like she had a a tape recorder taped to her under boob. Which she says right. under boob quite a few times. Quite a few times. Um, to get the confession out of the flash. And if Kurt were taping this to his junk, we would never hear the end of it. Which you yes, know that's one. hilarious. But the thing is, presumably she had it running from the moment she walked in there. Which means someone has to take that tape and be like, alright, here's the confession. Let's edit out the cover of Smooth Criminal you guys did <laughs> to get this confession. Or, she's got a whole mixtape of them singing this that ends with him being like rock salt and a slushy. <laughs> you know, the Frost Nixon of our time. And then, so the thing is, Santana's like, hey, I have a confession. We can send it to the police. And Kurt's like, no, nah. we're going to solve this problem with Glee. <laughs> but the problem is not like they stole our set list or the dance off went poorly which it did the problem this problem is this guy assaulted another person this is somewhat maybe this is not a time to like let it go major surgery was involved yeah you can't you can't glee this one guys right bring it to like the cops it's truly he, he did physical harm to someone like if rachel could be suspended for, for stuffing the election, ballot boxes. Yeah. I can't imagine is... the Flash can't be suspended for a month from truly like... assaulting a, oh, yeah. a former they're classmate. They're doing that thing where they're like, well, we don't want to... We, we need to beat the Warblers when they're at their best to prove that we're really better. Like, we don't want to take out their competition. Like, that puts us... We're no better than them. No. He no. committed a crime... <laughs> He did and, a crime, and he should probably... And, there's and there should be accountability. There should be accountability. You know, some Blaine has probably major medical bills. We don't know what his situation's like That's or anything. True. It looks fine. Look at all the... He wears a lot of blazers, so... Yeah. And he was he, going to private of school. the warblers. Yeah. But still, like, this isn't a moment where you're like, we're taking the high road. It's like, no, he, he, he did a crime. There right. was a crime. And, but oh God, and we're not even done with the songs in we're this not... episode yet because oh my God. Kurt is like, like instead of instead of calling the cops and getting some real accountability for uh, the guy that uh, yep. assaulted my that boyfriend. Assaulted. Yep. 
instead, let's go to the auditorium. And I'm like, ugh, fine, let's go to the auditorium. But not yet, because we're going to have to wait for Rachel and Finn to hang out with <sighs> with Brad and the band and this cover of yep. Can't Stop Loving You, which is basically just Home from the Wiz, but with diff- slightly different lyrics and melody. I, and I, the, the amount, I could not, the amount I care about this number is so negative negligible. that I, I don't, like, nothing, whatever. They sing a love ballad together. We've heard, we've heard it a million times. Too long didn't read. Rachel says yes. They're engaged. I'm glad, I'm glad Brad was there to witness this. Good I'm glad Brad. Brad got to witness. And then, like, they just hug at the end also. I'm like, you're two teenagers who just got engaged. You can't at least, like, I thought they did kiss in, make, every, in front of everyone. Did they kiss? I thought, I thought it was so because I, I wrote here and they kiss in front of everyone. Okay, not even yeah, their Rachel's friends. Like, Rachel's like you're the love. No, in front of Brad, the guy who met in front of Brad and the auxiliary like, and the auxiliary band. Yeah, orchestra nerds. Yeah, um, so I could say I would. We'll say nothing more about it. We go to the agree. auditorium. We go to the auditorium. The Warblers are here. They're doing. They're not going to do Michael at regionals because they understand Michael is be- like they understand the they Warblers can do Michael don't better. Get Michael. Yeah, they don't get him. They're just gonna take the high road. Okay, and then they actually have a good song here. They do, or at least a song Black that they do white. really well, "Black and White." Um, th- except this is a song about race, clearly, and not yeah. about competition. Um, also, at this point, I was like, if I have to hear one more Glee Club member do the Michael Jackson like hee hee noise, I'm getting I'm real tired my of TV that. Out the window, yeah. Everyone was doing it. Rachel did it. Finn did it. Like Artie everyone. Did it everyone's making the little hee-hee noise, and I'm like, no. No. Stop. That's enough. Um, Quit it. I want to spray him with a spray bottle. Spray it with a spray bottle. <laughs> like a fucking get, cat. Get! Uh, <laughs> and the power of song makes the Warblers join in. They love you Michael, know. and they love, they're doing it for the love of singing. But not the Flash. But not the Flash. And, like, here's the thing. And I get, like, the function of this, but never have we ever seen the Warblers ever be, like, the enemy of New Directions. It had no, always just literally... been Kurtz with this new Glee Club, Blaine's yeah. there, that's a thing, best of luck, Shabbat They're literally shalom. just being led by their own cartoon villain. It's like if Truly. they took Sue, shrunk her down into the size of the Flash, and made him and made her in charge of a rival Glee Club. He's that was just, my same note. He's, he's so absurdly like he's like dastardly and it's like think, his next move might as well be to tie someone to the train tracks and be like <laughs> how are you going to perform your glee club now twirling his mustache yes and here's the thing is this so that they can actually set him up as the series villain because we're over sue being a cartoon monster they've now two for two like like between him and ninny leaks from last episode they are bringing in like new evil alternative universe villains yeah yeah i mean clearly he's a villain because he assaulted a a man right Um, and because he wants that said man's junk and all we've done all he he's not done anything redeeming he's been only bad the whole time so and hooray the power of song brings the warblers and the glee club kids together um, except for you, Flash, get the hell out of my auditorium. School's Here's out. Here's the tape of your, we, here, we'll give you the tape of your confession, so we have no more leverage. Right. And okay. I bet, you know what, I bet those Warblers don't even do Michael originals. Uh, you would know better than I would. I don't um, remember, but I'm guessing. And, um, 
finally, the Niata letter came, and Rachel is, in fact, a finalist, but she hasn't told Finn yet, which is, I guess, sad, but they already bum, agreed bum, that they bum. can go to New York together. Yeah, and it's That's another to cliffhanger be... ending, I guess? What the it's fuck? It's supposed to be dramatic that Rachel has not told Finn that she got in, because it, it seemed like they got engaged both because they were both feeling hopeless, which is not a good reason to get engaged, and now that Rachel has hope again, is it going to make that bad? It's dumb. Eye rolling into another dimension. So, here's a fun fact. I told you there was nine songs this episode. There yeah. was supposed to be ten. What was cut? What was cut for time? The Warblers <laughs> were supposed to sing um uh another Jackson Five song. Which one? Which one? Uh oh, one of the one not ABC because they did that one. Was it I Want You Back? Yeah. Uh, the Warblers were supposed to do I Want You Back. I bet we can find it on YouTube. There was that supposed to be been, ten songs. That in this. would have been a great choice, though. Like I know, there are so many Jackson like get rid of so ben. many songs they could have done. Yeah, I I wish we could judge this episode as people who like Michael Jackson more, because I feel like we're coming at it with like a less. Why did than, they? Why did they not do "I'll Be There" instead of Ben? You're. You're asking all the right questions when we have no answers. God damn it. They And whatever that song was that Rachel and Finn did, which we did not need at all, get rid of that. Get rid Add of in that. the Warbler singing I Want You Back. Yeah. But anyway, speaking of the absurd amount of music in this episode, Oof. you have to buy one of these songs, one of these nine songs for your iPod. It will be Want to Be Starting Something, Bad, Scream, Never can say goodbye. Human nature. Ben. Smooth criminal. I just can't stop loving you. That's the one that Rachel and uh, Finn sing. And black or white. One of these you have to own forever. What's it going to be? I'll go with black or white. That would at least be a fun one to listen to. I'll take the cover of Smooth Criminal because I do love those Doolin cellos. And it is a lot of Santana who does Valid. a good job on that. Valid. Um. The backup one would be bad because Santana sounds really good on the chorus, even though I don't yeah, care about the rest of it. you're not wrong. Like, that's the thing. is like, I probably would have gone with one of those if it had just been Santana. But it's not. Right. Lord. Um, <sighs> what, a, what an episode. They really made us work for that one. Give us our paycheck, Ryan Murphy. Um, yeah. I guess the but, show is at Aggressive, Aggressive at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. What should they write about? Oh, you know what you can write about, write in about this episode or this week, and maybe we mm-hmm. did this already, but like, what tribute episode Any, do you want to yeah. see? I do you want to see a Michael Jackson episode, but with different songs? Let us know what those songs yeah. are. Yeah, what song? What's your favorite song about a rat? <laughs> um, it's the entire show. It's the oh, you know what it is for me? Oh no, that song's about dogs. Um. <laughs> I was going to try to make a cat's joke here, but no. It's it's the TikTok song, Remy the Ratatouille. Ugh. No one cares about that anymore. Yeah, no. give us other tribute artists. Or tribute albums. I think the Fleetwood Mac tribute episode was much more successful than the Michael Jackson one, somehow. And that episode also wasn't very good. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think of other... I'm just trying not to think of, like, the one album, not the one album, but one of the albums I've been listening to on repeat lately. Yeah. 
But it would have been hilariously wild to me to see them do all of Hounds of Love by Kate Bush. Yeah, there you go. I, I didn't even mean no to bring es- that up this episode. I did not even no mean escape. to bring that up this episode. But, like, of course you have, like, Running Up That Hill, and you have, like, The Hounds of Love. You have all these great songs. But then the whole second half of that album is a concept album anyway. So you have all these weird, funky songs that would have been just bananas to watch Glee cover. It really would have been interesting to see how Glee dealt with a concept album. Right, like Tommy. I was about to say the Glee's Tommy. (laughs) Oh, my God. Actually, I would kind of like I changed my answer. That's what I would have wanted. I kind of want to see glee do a tommy tribute because like they they would have done pretty stellar with the pinball wizard yeah um, they would have done great with pinball wizard with um like amazing journey or um smash the mirror like that one has like all of these like voices that these glee club students have that's their bread and butter right there that would have been so great and it's like rock music but with a plot yeah man tommy's a good show tommy is a good show the Glee's Tommy. Anyway, tell us your favorite <laughs> song from Tommy. Yeah. Tommy, can you hear me? Uh, Ian, where can people find you? You can find me at iBroski on Twitter and Instagram, at iBroski on TikTok, ianjbrodsky.com. What about you, Karina? You can find me on both Twitter and TikTok under the same handle, which is Epic Adventure of. Also, I just want everyone to know that Ian was in Tommy. Oh, yeah, I was, yeah. I saw him do it. Yeah. He did a little, he did a little dancing. I was one of the pinball wizard boys. You you were a pinball wizard boy. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, thanks for joining us on this episode. Uh, we have officially <laughs> crashed. We we did it. We've been drained by Michael Jackson. That was a season three, episode eleven. You can join us next week when we will talk about season three, episode twelve, entitled "The Spanish Teacher." Mysterious. Okay. Ian just looks suspicious. I said I the am. title and Ian's Ian's look was suspicion only. Um, so, which leads me to my question, Ian. Does, does this episode of Glee make you want to watch the no. next episode of no. Glee? Hard no. no. That's a fair. Hard no. All I could think about after this was, as as the one great Karina Stokes one said, gross, no, die in a fire. Yeah. And we have to keep going. There's more. <laughs> There's more. There's always more.